I mean, seriously, Al, what's with all the fucking bullshit traffic going on this time of year? It's crazy. What are you talking about? Like, just holiday makers? They're fucking psychos. <laughs> but it's school holidays, which means there's less traffic when I'm going to work. So it's actually like a good period for me. Yeah, but all the holiday makers that were coming down for the long weekend today. Yeah. We got kind of copped in that this morning. Well, not this morning, but like 11.30, we're driving down towards um, Albion Park to go up the Illawarra Highway to go up to Barrel. And oh, fucking madness. It was just like bumper to bumper from sort of Dapto turn off all the way down to Albion Park and shit. people just doing dumb shit. Like one bloke seriously carved us up big time and it's like, mate, what the fuck was the point of that? Well, he's not going anywhere, right? No. That the was the point. He's literally up. carved up in front of us and then stopped. <sighs> Pointless. But see, that's a perfect example where it's time to chill out because anything else is just going to induce road rage in yourself. Yeah. Because you're going nowhere. Right. Everyone's in the same boat. Well, Catherine busted out the sea bomb on him. Whoa. Yeah, it's pretty funny. But um Shame you didn't have the dash cam running, there would have been some prime material. <laughs> well she did the typical Oh you can't <laughs> <laughs> It was pretty funny. But um uh, the funny thing I did a bit of oh, I wouldn't say research, but I read that um if you're like in a mm-hmm. there's like kilometers of traffic and you come to a stop at the back of, on on the freeway, generally the reason you've come to a stop is because some stooge about three kilometers down the road is touched his brakes yeah yeah there's like a propagating wave effect yeah and it just gets slower and slower and slower the further up you get till someone comes to a stop and it's it's fucking stupid i think part of that is doing the start stop thing so if there's like a gap people like jump on the gas then break again right catherine was doing it i was like "Uh, why don't you just like roll slowly yeah because then that starts to smooth it back out again yeah i didn't say it to her but i thought it i was just like i'm not i'm not saying because i get shitty when she does the old backseat driving. I'm just like, you want to fucking drive? <laughs> but dub- doubly so for me, like if you're driving a, a manual where you don't want to keep on having to put it in and out of first gear, you just wait till there's a decent little gap there so you can get into gear and just leave it in gear for a little bit at least. Yeah. Because that whole stretch around me in park, man, it's been pretty rough traffic there most weekends, <sighs> most of the time for the last couple of years. Yeah, but for it to be at 11.30 in the morning... Yeah, no doubt. It's bullshit. The people going on there. Oh, they're all caravans, weekends. boats. Yeah, because it's kind of like the double whammy. You've got the school holidays and you've got the long weekend. Yeah. And you can tell they're all from Sydney because they've all got like Sydney bullshit on their um, on their number plate holders. Like parking permit stuff? Or no, no, no. Like they bought their car from Peter Warren's or whatever. Like it's all Sydney dealerships. So you know they're <laughs> oh, all... Come on. So that's conclusive evidence? Yeah. People from Wollongong can't buy a car in Sydney? Well, we bought a car from Sydney. but <laughs> <laughs> No, but what I'm saying is, it, it, like, it was just, you could tell. God. That time of the day, you don't get you don't get that kind of traffic at 11.30 in the morning, usually. God forbid you deal with a local car yard. We did try to with a local yeah. car yard. Do you know what the funny thing it was? We go there to try and buy a new car. The bloke tries to tell us where the best place to buy cocaine is. What? Yep. Just out of the blue. Uh, I made. What, a, what sort of car were you looking at? Was it a, a fucking Ford it, Ranger? I was going to say, is it like a Ferrari, like no. convertible? So we're at <laughs> a local Ford dealership, and that's as far as I'm going to go. And I don't know what it was. We said something about do us a really good deal, or we know sort of what prices you can do because we know somebody else has bought one, and we know the price. And yeah, there was a comment made about saving money, and I'm just like, yeah, because I want to spend it on cocaine and hookers as a joke. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah, you don't want to buy cocaine around here. Shit cocaine. I'm like, what? And he was like deadly serious. And he's like, no, no, I'll tell you where the best place to buy it is. And I'm just like, I'm going. I just literally was like, I'm out. I went up Sydney and bought a car up there. You know what I take from that message though? He was satisfied with the quality of the hookers. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe. He didn't object to that. Oh. Like, eh, the prostitutes not so bad oh it was a fucking weird lucky <laughs> look I'll be honest with you we went into the dealership and literally three mm. salesmen walked past us and then went outside to have a smoke and didn't even say hello to us yeah and it's not like you guys dress like scrubs either like I've heard that it's a bit of a prejudice in car yards if you look a bit scruffy they'll pass yeah, you over well that's a stupid thing to do because generally the people that are in there dressed like scrubs they're the ones that have got the most money yeah it's like Mike Cannon Brooks the dude who owns Atlassian well, fun, funnily <laughs> he, enough, he dresses like a homeless. When I um, freaking billionaire. When I uh, worked at Chapman's, some a couple of people came in and they were just shorts, t-shirt, pair of thongs, yep. wandering around looking at the motorhomes, and 
One of the other dudes just went there, walked past him, and I went and had a chat with him. Spent two hundred grand. Boom. Two hours after I said hello to him. Oh man, I've seen the same thing at the casino as well. There'd be like some old Chinese dude in like tracky dacks and thongs, like you were describing, and he just walks up to the blackjack table and pulls out just a roll of fifties. Yeah. You know, as thick as your arm, and it's like, yeah, this dude's here to play. You never judge a book by its cover. It's usually the guys that have. Usually the guys that are all dressed up in their fancy gear. Flashing it up, yeah. They're the ones that have got no money. <laughs> They're just trying to make it look like they do. Full I, I, show, no go. Well, a good, a good example, somebody I used to know, always used to be in the R.M. Williams gear, had a, had their own business, always had a flash car, flash boat, flash bikes, all the rest of it. Yep. Every couple of, like, would be probably 18 months, had to do a purge, had to fucking sell everything because he'd run out of cash. Business was going tits up, so shit. he had to sell his car, boats, all his fancy shit. And then another 18 months later, he's back into it again. Yeah, Just so to... lesson not learned. No, he's a dumbass. <laughs> anyway. So, talking about this time of year too, daylight savings. Yeah, man, I coming mean, up. I mean, was it just invented to fuck with everyone's head? Why don't you just leave shit where it is? No, nah, it's fucked now, man. I wake up in the morning at the moment, the sun's smashing through the window of the bedroom. Yep. And it's like, it's already getting hot in the bedroom. But I don't get it. Why don't they just leave it where, it, like, you can nah, change it so back, you, but leave it where yeah. it was. The No, because then during winter, then you're getting up and it's freaking dark. That's so? depressing. The... The part you're missing is you didn't grow up in Australia. They have that, daylight savings in England? Don't try and compare. Oh, right, here we go. <laughs> you, you, you tell me your bullshit story no, and I'll no. tell you mine. The, the, it's, I'm not even over-romanticising this, but as a kid, daylight savings through the summer is a magical time where you can be out playing in the street until like nine o'clock at night having a, having a ball. Yeah. And that I think that's where a lot of people, you know, get sold on that idea of daylight savings because you've grown up that way you kind of know what it's about so you know in England they're like pretty close to the top part of the world so also known as north north yeah <laughs> so their summers are generally light until about 10 10 30 yeah yeah so it's that same so idea. It's, it was no different yeah except you're in England and, mm. <laughs> I've never been I'm just fucking with you yeah um, but good example is uh, lad at works for the summer he's going to shift his hours so he starts early but finishes a bit early so he can take like more advantage of those um, sort of summer evening hours yeah, he's going to regret that it'll fucking bite me in the ass later I reckon why do you say that? Oh, I just I think he'll start getting tired uh, he, nah he'll be right yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, well, I thought it was an interesting idea yeah it's not bad is there just some, um, the guy was at board games last night no. Oh. <laughs> nice try. Shut shut down. No. <laughs> Move on. He knows who he is. No. <laughs> it's irrelevant to the story. But um It's always relevant. I I yeah. Yeah. Again, just to take advantage of the Aussie summer. Fair enough. I mean you you've seen like the golf courses have twilight you know, do a twilight round, do nine holes of evening and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's all right. And it costs you like ten or fifteen bucks or something. Oh, we should get into that. Yeah, man, people do. I've got five kids to feed, so I'm, I'm out. <laughs> Except you don't. Yeah, I just like that line from Total Recall. <laughs> the taxi driver guy. <laughs> oh man, I've, I've been thinking a bit about your uh, foray into tertiary study next year. Your, tra- the, your transition from workforce back into the, the university. Get a you, bit of education. Do, we, do you want to put a bit of a backstory in this? Because I don't think we've explained anything at all about this. <laughs> No, we talked podcast. about it. Did we? Yeah. Okay. Last week. Did we? We were talking about mature age students and all that oh, stuff. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember. Man, do you even listen to your own podcast? No. Probably a bit egotistical. Well, it, it, <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit like everyone else. They don't listen to it either. <laughs> Shit. Oh. Um, but um, I was reflecting on some of my experiences at university and trying to imagine you in those scenarios. <laughs> what what hit me with a few? Yeah, that's 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 what I'm thinking. I, I don't know. Like, you'd have to assume after 15 years, a fair bit's changed. But there was some sort of standout memories there. There was one time, um, me and my girlfriend at the time went and checked out 
the uh, campus anime club. I don't know if you've ever seen much anime, but it's basically your Japanese cartoon shows. Not a fan. Man, I thought I was a fan. And I saw the dudes that were into it. I bet they're super nerds about <laughs> it. Dude, the the greasiest, creepiest. Yeah. Oh, were man. they watching like the full-on anime porn stuff? No, it wasn't at that level, but... Not far off it. I think, yeah, they were... What, what goes on behind their closed doors? Probably don't want to dwell on it too long. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine... You're like, oh, I'll try out something new. Yeah, well, I was actually talking about talking to Catherine about that. It was like, should I just immerse myself in the whole university experience? Like, go to the uni bar and do stuff like that and, and try and join some sort of club or whatever. And I was just like... Uh. What's the hesitation? Well, you know what I'm like. I'm very opinionated on people. You join the debate club. Do they have a debate club? I don't know. I'd actually be in on that. I just remember shit like... Do they, do they have like a... Um, like in American high schools where they have like pe- people you have competitions against other no no like they have a president a high school president do they have anything like that at uni uh, there's like the student representative sort of body so I think you could be the president of that if you wanted to go on a <laughs> go for your uh... you've been watching too much vice principals man you just want some power no no I've been watching politicians on Netflix I don't know what that is yeah it's a new show it's weird but it's okay yeah but they're Again, it's it's hard for me to say what the current state of play is like, but I just remember there's always like always dudes like there's like a little unicycle group that would always like be zooming around their unicycles. There's like ultimate frisbee team. I might be up for that. Yeah, so there's. I was thinking, I was thinking of actually get, trying to get in on the coach. It's getting in on the, one of the soccer clubs, the soccer teams, and mm-hmm. like as a coach position. Oh, it's not actually as a player, but like go in as like you know. I know what I'm talking about. I'm from England. (laughs) (laughs) Probably score some points. I wonder if they've got like a podcast society or some shit. I don't know. Um, But so there was that, there was that experience. The anime club was a, just a bust. Yeah. It was just, cause it was, like I said, I, I took my girlfriend with me and like, I'm pretty sure she was the only woman there. And I was kind of like, did they all stare at her? Yeah, you know how when <laughs> yeah. you, you know how when you go like camping and you're showing your torch into the bush and all the eyes like reflect back at you? You didn't realise all these animals are hiding in the bush. It was kinda of like that. We went into this dark theatre and all these heads swiveled around and they're like eyes eyes bugging out because is that is that a woman? They're not supposed to be here. <laughs> uh we, we yeah. Put a pin in that. Fair enough. But one that might be more your speed is the I hope that Wollongong still do it. Is the the beer bingo in the uni bar? What? So you're playing bingo, but the prize is free beer. Oh my! <laughs> I was actually talking to Catherine the other day, and you might be able to answer this question. You may not. Sure. You know, like the parking's quite expensive at uni, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Do you know if the disabled spots you have to pay for them? Like, because uh, they're in the paid sure, car parks. I don't know, man. Only because. And the only reason is just to answer the question because Catherine's got a disabled badge because of her back. And we were just having a drive around there the other day just to have a little bit of a look. Mm-hmm. And um, she goes, I'll oh, join me to park up so you can get out and have a, have a wonder. And I was like, well, I don't really want to pay at this point in time. Like, um, and she goes, well, I'll just park in one of the disabled spots. And I'm like, you still got to pay. Like, it's in a paid car park. I don't know, man. No, I just, yeah, I wouldn't mind trying to get an answer on that. So I might have to. I know that the time limits don't apply. If you have one of those permits yeah but the problem is because the reason i think you still have to pay in those car parks is because it's owned by the uni isn't it so it's a private car park so if you go and park park in a private car park in sydney you can still park in those disabled spots but you still have to pay to oh, get I see what you're saying. well it depends if there's a gate or not i suppose yeah i'll ring up student central and find out what difference does it make for you but in case catherine comes up just you, so we know so you're not saying you're gonna try and scam it I'm not saying that, no. <laughs> wink, wink. I'm not winking. <laughs> How do the listeners know? Well, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not winking. That's the thing. Uh, anyway. Um, but I, I, I th- I'm starting to look forward to my experience at university. You catch the bus. Well, that's that's what I was getting to. So that's what Catherine and I spoke there's, about. There's a university experience for you. I'm driving to town, park somewhere free, 
Just ride your bike or something, man. It's not that far, is it? To uni from Primby? Are you fucking stoned? I don't know. It'll take you like 20 minutes. Oh my God. Are you fucking mental? It takes more than 20 minutes to get to the skate park from here. <laughs> so anyway, go into yeah, town, get the good. free bus. There's, the free bus is the way to go. The free bus doesn't come to Primby. No, it doesn't come out this way. But, but you... I could get the normal bus into town and then get the free bus from town into there. But it just drags out the whole getting in. Whatever. I'll figure it out. Electric skateboard. Yeah. But then I, I can't get... The problem is, if I want to go to the uni bar and play beer bingo... Yeah. I can't drive. Yeah, so yeah. So right. I'm going to have to get the bus. The bus the bus works. That's all right. Um, one other thing I remember, there was a lecture hall that had possums in the roof. Like one of the... <laughs> <laughs> the possums would always come out and kind of scurry across the, the beams on the ceiling. Yeah, right. That'd be cool. I wonder if they're still there. It's like three generations later. <laughs> Tell me, do the the lecture halls, are they like the traditional, what you see in the movies type lecture halls where there's like really steep banked? Some of them are like that, yeah. Not all of them? Nah. Well, again, I think they've actually built a fair few number of new ones. Right. But yeah, that's pretty pretty accurate. And is it like relaxed where you could just get up and leave if you feel like it in the middle of a lecture? Yeah, man. Hey, it's not kindergarten. No, I just... Uh... I think the only sort of hassle I saw people get is if they actually started snoring. <laughs> what if they literally fell asleep in the class? Sleeping was okay, but if you were snoring, they'd pull you up. The lecturer? Yeah. What would they do? Oh, you know, they'd call, call them out, then their mates give them a good elbow and they carry on. It's a bit disrespectful, isn't it, falling asleep in a lecture? Obviously. Well, I can't. <laughs> I think I'd be a bit fucking dirty on that too. But, I mean... Yeah, but if you've got places to be, man, you can go. Like, that's the whole thing about university is, like, no one's forcing you. No, but I thought you had to turn up to so many lectures. No, you wouldn't have to go to any lectures, really, if you didn't want to. It's the, it's like the smaller tutorial groups that potentially have an attendance role, as and that might be a requirement of the course. Yeah, see, I'm going to go to everything I possibly can. I'm going to make the most of it. Yeah, so the, the lecture is generally... Oh, God, this is going to be so boring. <laughs> the, the lecture is when... You know, everyone's getting general information around the subject. Um, and generally, where you might get some of your like more important announcements about upcoming dates, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But then there's other items on your calendar where it's going to be smaller group. You're dealing with a, like a teaching assistant or something like that who's going through more practical hands-on stuff. And that's where you might be doing more around your assignments and stuff like that. Yeah. Again, assuming this year hasn't changed. <laughs> but that's kind of the structure of it. Fair enough. And then, yeah, end, end of the session, you've got exams or whatever. Do oh. that shit. And it all sort of comes together to form your score. And how long did it, does it usually take to get your results? Uh, they turn around pretty quick. It would be only a week or two. Okay, that's cool. It's a bit stressful. I've seen people on Facebook pages go, oh, I'm broken results. Yeah, in some ways, sort of that structured exam stuff it's you know my, my experience was it's more about what you can memorize more than what you've actually learned or know yeah but some some courses are structured where the exam's only a minor portion of your overall score right others where it might be half potentially yeah right. I'm, look i'm not stressed at the end of the day if i fell something i'll just redo it over christmas oh like the summer session yeah that's how i ended up doing a course on japanese <laughs> and make up some credit points yeah right so I've enrolled into a study link course as well through CSU, which is like getting you ready to go to uni. Yeah, so you're practicing like essay skills and that sort of stuff. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, there's like 30 different courses. So I'm enrolled in three and I'll yep. do those three and then I'll move on to the next ones. And yeah, anyway. Anyway, we'll move on to something a bit lighter, I don't think. I still, if I still have the NMA club, you should at least check it out once. All right. I'll, I'll, so, you know so, what? I'll go in there and I'll video it just for you. You don't have to video it, but you could report back. Let us know if how greasy they are. You know what? What I should do <laughs> is try and see if they do it during a lunch time, mm. and then you come in your lunch break. Oh, I'm never going back. No, no, you got to come. Mm. No, no, that would make it better. <laughs> that would make it even better if you come just to see what it's like. So we'd just be the two old creepers and then, ch- oh, checking out that <laughs> and I'll buy you a chip and gravy roll. Hold the gravy, <laughs> hold the chips. Uh, <laughs> oh man, I, I know. Uh, last week we were talking a bit about the uh, the old climate change and telling that story about 
the people with the water usage getting hassled by the neighbours. Yeah. On the way home tonight, I saw a fucking dude hosing down his Oh, uh, I saw it the other day too, and I was just like, water cunt. Um, that's all I got. That's the only word for him. Why would you hose your fucking driveway down? And I, I know it was completely um, ineffective, but I, I beat my horn at him. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking old man. But he would have, like, I don't think that. Did he wave? He's like, oh. Did, I don't did, think that message got through at all. You should have. You should have at least rolled down the window, bit the horn, and go. You fucking water wasted. He, he, was, on, he was on the other side. <laughs> but yeah, I almost couldn't believe my eyes. I'm like, oh, for real. And when I got home, getting the mail out of the mailbox. Was it? Were they old? No, it was like a dude, probably in like his mid thirties. Yeah, I saw a dude the same thing. I was like, what the fucking fuck is wrong with people? Shit. Yeah. And yeah, so I'm getting mail out of the mailbox when I got home. And one of the things in there is a flyer from Sydney Water, level one water restrictions. Don't hose down fucking driveways, you drongos. Mate, I've got, I've got nothing to say except I agree with you. It's fucking mental. So if you get if you get a call from Wollongong Jail, it's probably because I've been uh, banged up for abusing someone for water usage. Oh, don't worry, I'll probably be far, wouldn't be far behind you. The tables have turned. <laughs> All our loyal listeners will know, Dave, that you're a fan of the etiquette. What, what kind of etiquette are we talking about? You know, social graces, making sure you use your pleases and thank yous. Yeah, when it's not hard, is it? Shouldn't be. It doesn't cost anything. Costs nothing to be nice. That's that's true. Costs nothing to be nice except friendship if you're a cunt. Um, <laughs> what that brought, made no sense. <laughs> what, what brought this to mind for me today was the age-old scenario of holding a door open for somebody. <sighs> yeah. No. I'll, I'll explain what happened to me. Yeah, go on. So I think it was egregious. Egregious. <laughs> <laughs> um, heading heading into the, the entry at work, I was about three steps behind a dude. He went through the door, just let it close. <laughs> did he see, did he look at you? Oh, he knew I was there. Does he work with you? Uh, nearby, but not directly. Are you like arch enemies? No, no, nothing like that. Um, like, we know each other, but... Um, then he started going up the stairs, and he obviously must have forgotten something, because then he stopped and came back down, so I had to stop and wait for him to come back down the stairs. So he kind of fucked me twice. And I think there was an outrageous breach of etiquette and protocol. I've, I've had people open that same door and then hold it for a good five count, waiting for me to catch up. Yeah. Which... I think is just as bad as letting it close because that puts pressure on me that I've got to hurry up. Nah. So they're not holding the door forever. I, I don't agree with that statement. But <laughs> the, um, yeah, not holding the door, a bit of a cunt move. It's a shit move. Man. I, I would, I'd hold the door. The only way I could rationalize it. But you know what's worse than not holding the door? Mm-hmm. Somebody walking through the door, nothing. No thanks, nothing. Oh, if you hold it and then let someone just through. Walk through and they're just like, nothing. It's like, <laughs> we're trying to slam that door in your fucking face. Yeah, you've got to acknowledge it. I think that's part of the... But I think lately, because I, I must admit I am one for holding doors or letting people go first or whatever the case might be. And yeah, I, I think some people are surprised. You reckon? Yeah, I've been getting it a lot. Like, but, oh, thanks. It's like, oh, whatever. <laughs> Just What's happening to this world we live in, Dave? Yeah. So I think this was an exception for me this morning. And I'd perhaps give him a pass because it seemed like he might have been distracted. Like I said, he got got started on the stairs and obviously had to backtrack. He might have been thinking about something else. I don't know. I think you should put a formal complaint in a work from <laughs> To HR. <laughs> yeah. Just how he uh. fucked you on the stairs, like broke stair etiquette. Because we know how you got your three three well, points of contact. Yeah, that's that's a fair point, actually. It's like the uh, cardinal rule. <laughs> Don't fuck around on the stairs. <laughs> you should report him. That, and then just go up to him and go, I did it, only because you didn't hold the door for me, you fucker. <laughs> so yeah, I'll, I'll definitely hold the door for somebody. And I'll definitely acknowledge it if someone does it for me. I think that's pretty much a given. I think it's the same with that bloke that carved us up this morning. There was nothing. Like, we bipped him. He didn't even put his hand in the air to say sorry or yeah. thanks or not. Like, mate. Stone cold. Just at least go, oh, you know, thanks, whatever. Like, even that's a shit move, just putting your hand in the air to say thanks because you're like, fuck you because I didn't let you in anyway. <laughs> but 
but if you do let someone in, hundred percent. And actually, going on that, if you're like flashing your lights to let them in or whatever, and they're just like, and they start like, they struggle. Like, they're just like, I don't know if I should go in or not. And you're just like, oh, and then you're like, fuck you then. And just like, after about five minutes of this shit, you're just like, I oh, fucking forget it. And just drive past me like, fucking idiots. Man, I'll tell you, I reckon that's the same sort of uh, category as people who will slow down and stop on the road <sighs> to let a pedestrian cross oh, at, I you, at, at not a crossing. I thought you were going to say one of those douchebags that come out like coming onto the freeway where you're supposed to speed up to join the oh, traffic on a, on a and merge, they're just like, stop. stop. The end. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? And you come belting down the road because you're like, I'm going to fucking gun it and get into the traffic. Which is the correct way to do it. Yeah, and then there's some knob just fully stopped at the end of the road or fucking slamming the brakes and you're like, what are you doing? Seriously? <laughs> Take their license away. They well, shouldn't be driving. I really feel like I should get the biggest bull bar I possibly can for the front of my ute and just start ramming these fucking uh, like a, get, get the cow catcher style just wedge. <laughs> you just like... Like just Mad Max out there. Hoof them off into the bush. Yeah, that level of... Like, the indecisive driver can be just as disruptive as one that's aggressive. We had one today actually going up Macquarie Pass and she was like... Every time she saw a truck coming down the other way, she'd just Panic. stop. Yeah. She just stop. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what do you think's going to happen? Yeah. Fucking stopping ain't going to make any difference. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Anyway. Definitely turning into angry old man, Dave. No, no. I not. love it's just, it. It's not angry. It's just. I'm going to start leaning into it. I think the problem is there's too many fuckwits out there. Yeah. Just, and they're just, they're getting, they're getting more of them. The population is getting bigger. But who who's really winning and losing if you let that get to you? Like you you got to rise above it, right? Yeah, but you've got to have you've got to have something in your life. And and for me, it's finding these fuckwits and winching it. But <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but yeah, it feels crazy because the standards we're talking about those just small things of that makes society a bit civil. It's not hard to do, right? No. So, what excuse is there? What why Ign- ignorance? Is one excuse. Yeah. It's not an excuse, but it's a reason. Ignorance. That's why it's happening, yeah. Uh, self-absorption. Yeah, they're not really focused on anything else but their own little bubble. Yeah. And just general f- asshole. Yeah, general asshole. Anyway. Uh, a driving-related thing I heard this week, which was quite interesting, is that <clears throat> apparently New South Wales has a... A driving offence for leaving your car doors unlocked now. That's been a long time. And leaving your windows open. What's that even about? Uh, it's, well... Why is that a problem? It, look, See, there's a couple of no, no schools reasons. of thought. No that, reasons. No, no, there's there's reasons. There's a couple of schools of thought. And one that I've, I've thought about is the fact that if your car gets stolen, which if you leave your door open or your window open, leaves your shit to get nicked in your car or whatever... Well, that's pretty obvious, I agree. Yeah, so you're wasting police time because you've just allowed somebody... Whoa, to... whoa, 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 whoa. You know what victim blaming is, right? I'm not blaming victims, but you've you've <laughs> not secured your shit. I think... I understand what you're saying, and the same thought occurred to me. But that, like I said... But it's also a safety thing. Mm. Apparently, kids have gotten into cars and let handbrakes uh, off and rolled down yeah. hills and blah, 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 that's blah, blah. That's true. So there's two reasons why... Because the reason it came up was I was talking about the people you see leaving their car running while they go into the shop. Yeah, well, that's fucking stupid. Because you just walk, get in the car and drive off, in it? Do you know how hard it is, you know, how much self-control it takes for me not to steal that car? It's on a silver platter. Well, that says a lot about your morals. If well, you're I've like, never I'm gonna, done I'm going to fucking steal that car. I'm just saying, <laughs> if we're going to victim blame people for doing something dumb with their car... That's like top of the top of the pile. I think you should. I mean, I wouldn't go and steal the car, but I think a fair response would be to turn the car off and piff the keys in the drain, lock it first, and then just go <laughs> lock it first. You, you don't you don't deserve a car. <laughs> but they're asking themselves to get robbed, really, aren't they? I mean, they it's, got, it's got some balls, man. They wouldn't pull that shit off in Western Sydney. Well, so this is it. I I grew up in East Nara, man. You weren't leaving your car running in front of the shops. <laughs> You'll find it burnt behind the Kmart 20 minutes later if you did that shit. With a trolley through the windscreen. Fucking A. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that, what you said was pretty close to... <laughs> we were chatting about it at work, how we came... We'll, we'll deal with that situation. Is like, just to teach them a lesson, like, 
bit of bit of street justice. <laughs> I gotta trademark that. Uh, <laughs> Burger Report, street justice, trademark them all. Uh, <laughs> yeah, take the keys out, lock the car, and like chuck the keys. Yeah. Just teach them a little lesson that what you're doing is fucking stupid. It, it is dumb. They must know though, right? They probably don't. And it goes back to the ignorance and... Now, you, you talk about ignorance, but here's the thing, right? Like, sometimes you see that in, like, the gangster movies. The guy who leaves the car running is known in that neighborhood as being, like, Big Tony or whatever it is. And no one messes with their shit. Yeah. And if you fucked with Big Tony's car, he's going to come get you. Like I say, <laughs> you know, like, finally deal out some street justice and it's to the wrong fucking dude. Well... And then street justice comes back around. <laughs> well, that's why you don't go stealing some fucking prick's car, do you? <laughs> but I wonder if, like, the locking of the car, if you, if you could get in trouble for it, or if the cops would be like, shouldn't have had the cars, the door unlocked. Well, that's it. Who's inter- in the... Two wrongs make it right? Who's, who's getting in trouble here? It's an interesting thing you say that, because I remember I parked my car years and years and years ago. I parked my car on a... What some people would say, the nature strip. Yep. But nobody ever used it. Sure. And then some stooge decides to, I don't even know who did it, why they did it, but they nicked my sump plug out of my gearbox and my engine. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I called the cops and they're just like, what do you expect when you park your car on a nature reserve? Doesn't make it right. And I'm just like, (laughs) oh, right. Okay. So that's where we're going with this, are we? (laughs) And that's pretty much where the conversation ended. The police got in the car and fucked off, weren't interested. Because that's the same line of logic that says, oh, the reason that woman got sexually assaulted is because she's wearing a short skirt. You know what I mean? That's like saying, well, you invited it on yourself. It's like, well, no. Yeah. Well, I mean... People uh, shouldn't fuck with your shit. Look, I don't want to go back to flogging a dead horse here, but from my experience, if the police can get out of doing some work, they're going to get out of it. <laughs> oh, man. we On the way to lunch today, we, we saw one of those... BMW cop cars. Yeah. Matt was like filthy on it. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. It's bullshit <laughs> because they could spend a lot less money on a car that does the same fucking job. But they've decided to, oh no, that one doesn't suit the job. Fucking just, bullshit. I thought you just said you weren't going to beat this dead horse. Anyway, I'm not. Let's go back to burgers. You said, talked about burger reports. Have, have you got any burger reports this week? Because uh, I do. I had a burger for lunch today. Where did you go? Two smoking barrels. Again. Again, you fucking did it to me again. You've gone without the invitation. You promised me. <laughs> this is twice now you've fucking stitched me up on you this. You were in barrel today, weren't you? you, you did, weren't I? You don't know. I'm pretty sure you were. Well, you, you told me next time you go, you were going to invite me and you fucking stitched me You're twice now. Stitch me. Fuck. <laughs> it's a good spot because they do have like weekly specials so they rotate the menu a bit. Hope you fucking choke on them next time. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, they're outstanding. And Matt got um, a thing called the rib witch. It was like pork short rib on a on a bun. And he actually declared it he's the best burger he's had in Wollongong. That's a big call. He, he fucking, boom. Gold gold star on it. So I, I went to uh, Burke Street Burgers. Oh, the new one that's opened up there at the yeah. North Beach. Yeah, so Catherine and I decided we'd go up there on, I think it was Monday. And um, have a burger. Cool. Yeah, it was kind of interesting. So I ordered the um, the classic Burke Street burger. It's kind of like a cheeseburger sort of deal. Kind of, yeah. And um, with their own special sauce, which is the same as everybody else's special sauce. <laughs> and, is it uh, just a big factory just churning out special sauce? It's just like everyone's <laughs> everyone's trying to rip the fucking Big Mac sauce. That's all it is. <laughs> the special sauce comes in a 40-gallon drum. <laughs> yeah, anyway. And Catherine's not a big eater, so she's like, I'll, I'll get the... The son of a son of a Burke, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. So it's like a junior, supposed to be a junior version of the Burke Street Burger, but it comes with fries. Hang on, was that off the kids menu? Was it? Yeah, yeah. She she always orders off the kids menu because she doesn't eat a lot. But she's a you can't order that if you're not a kid. Why? It's etiquette. Bull- it, it, uh, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> she's ordered the Burke Street Burger, right? So we're assuming it's just going to be like half the size. Smaller version, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, So it was it was $9.90 for that with fries. Yep. And my burger right. was like 12 or 13 bucks or whatever. Straight up. Straight up. <coughs> no fries. Anyway, they come out. 
Exactly the fucking same. Exactly. The burgers. Exactly. <laughs> well, there's a And good... she got fries and they were fucking cheaper. Fuck, so, well, there's your burger report. So if order, you go, off, order off the kids. If menu. you're going to Burke Street Burgers and you're going to get the Burke Street bur- Burger, get the son <laughs> of a Burke because you'll save three bucks and get fucking fries for it. Right on. So, hey, look, I don't it, know, man. Is this abusing a circle of trust here? The, kid, the kids menu is somewhat designed to attract parents to the restaurant where they're going to order full ticket price and like you can bring the kids and it's not going to cost you a bomb I yeah think- I, I look i understand that but give them a smaller fucking burger <laughs> so if the burger was smaller you'd be okay with it no problems <laughs> like why pay less for something that you're getting a lot more of sure it's fucking ridiculous yeah i, I get it anyway so were they good burgers man they were okay they, look they weren't the best burger i've ever had now probably i don't know if i'll bother going back if I did, I'd get the kids' burger, <laughs> kids burger that's it's for not, sure. It's a nice spot, though, right? It's actually not what you think it is. It's like right up near the intersection where the Novotel is. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like across the road from the hotel. Yeah, I think I went past it on Wednesday night. It's still like back by the rock, rock pools, right? What? No, it's... No. If you went around the corner from the heart... Like, oh, it's up on the road. Yeah. It, yeah. Sorry, I assumed it was down the Esplanade. No. Sorry, I can hear a dog barking. Um, no, it's like you turn around the corner from... Yeah, yeah, I'm with you now. And then you go towards Novotel. Yeah. So the, the traffic lights, where the cross street of um, Coromel Street, I think it's Coromel Street and and um, Burke Street is. Yeah. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I think if they can do a, a decent cheeseburger for 12 or 13 bucks, that's kind of on par with what... Or $9.90 if you order from the kids' menu. It's interesting, man. It's... Tempting. Anyway, I look, think the burger was okay. It wasn't. <laughs> it was better than the last burger I had, which was at Sneaky's. It wasn't burnt and crispy. Uh, the burger was juicy. It wasn't. It was. You know. It wasn't dried out. It was nice. Yeah. It was nice. It was okay. It wasn't the best burger I ever had. Disappointing that I feel like I got ripped because of the kids thing. <laughs> and the beer was fucking expensive. I got a beer there. It was fucking dear as poison. Like what? Like a, a can that size from the Illawarra Brewing Company. It was like 10 bucks. For just a regular slubby? Well, Jeez. a can. That's, yeah. a slu- that's a slubby, man. Yeah, it was fucking expensive. I was like, what? Mm. But $10 is interesting. I think that's kind of like a magical price point. If you can get a good lunch for 10 bucks, that kind of goes on a special list. But I couldn't. That was the thing. Well, kids meet you. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> if, anyway. if you're willing to abuse it. Yep. You can get yourself a good deal. So that's my burger report anyway. That's good, man. I don't think we've done a burger report for a little while. Yeah. We, we really need to look. I was thinking just before you turned up to, we really need to start looking more into this Top Gun, Aussie Top Gun. Sounds like work, man. It does. But I've got, I, I you might got have time, a time on, on my hands. hands. <laughs> you could submit that as your thesis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for accountancy. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Jesus! Oh man, um, are we are we good just to tee off on stuff that pisses us off? If you want, go for it. <laughs> I um was booking some uh, tickets through Ticketek for a show later in December. Um, and it just reminded me of something that just really, really, really bugs me is like the bullshit booking fee. I think Ticketek's abolished some of them, haven't they? Well, this particular transaction. I got snapped with a $7 transaction fee. What was that for though? Did it say what it was for? Because they used to charge you for printing your own tickets at home and that pissed me. Right. But they don't do that anymore. No, it was just a generic booking fee. It's like credit card transaction fee or some shit. It wasn't a percentage. It was just a flat seven bucks. What was it? What what did you book? Oh, what show was it? Yeah. Uh, Dita Von Tista's coming out and doing a show called Clemenatrix, I think it was called. What the... F- who? What? It's like a modern take on burlesque sort of performance up at the State Theatre. Okay. Fair enough. Um. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know who they who that is, but anyway. Uh, she used to be married to um, Marilyn Manson. She's kind of famous as like a glamour model sort okay. of... But anyway, stitch, getting stitched up. Yeah, but you get the same thing with the, the movies. You know, you, you book that online. 
Just... Well, yeah, but I remember when we went to the movies and I said I'll go and get the tickets. Mm-hmm. So I looked online, looked at the price, and there was like a, a, I don't know what it was, like a dollar per ticket surcharge to book them online. Yeah. So I had to go to the shops anyway. So I went in there with uh, cash. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> went in yeah. there with cash and saved them, saved like three bucks. Yeah, and to me that doesn't make much sense at all because for you to do that transaction, there has to be a person there who's getting paid a wage. Mm-hmm. You're booking that shit online, and obviously someone's had to sort of make the website and look after that shit but at that point what are you really charging me for right um i don't get it either even worse than that was um some tickets that my wife had booked through mosh ticks they do a lot of music stuff yeah it was at the uni bar at Wollongong, in fact but um i've never ever been there yeah the old one was heaps better than the new one but <laughs> fair enough um it's it's a decent venue for well, it's our venue in Wollongong for live music. Yep. Anyway, uh, it ended up that she wasn't able to make the show. So Mosh Chicks has their own sort of reselling section. Right. Um, where they're like, oh yeah, you, you know, instead of scalping is the big dirty word in that business, um, they'll resell the tickets for you. Yeah. You should have seen the fees on that bullshit. Did they charge you for selling them? Right. So <laughs> when you've bought the tickets in the first place, booking fee. Yeah. Like these other scumbags. Then there's a fee for each of the tickets you're reselling. So for the, you know, courtesy of helping you resell your tickets. So in the end, you're out of pocket like a good, must have been close to 30 bucks over two tickets. How much were the tickets? Not expensive, but all those fees, man, it racked it up. Why don't you scalp them? That's pretty much what I said. <laughs> Look, at that point, it was like a late, late stage thing. So I think Alison was just happy just to you know, ditch them and not lose all the cash. Yeah. But, um, fucking cheeky, man. Especially when, you know, the whole, like I was saying, the whole scalping thing is like a big thing about ticket sales now. Yeah. And trying to put in all these sort of controls. You know, it reminds me a lot of like downloading music where the technology is ahead of what, you know, the the businesses are are doing in their own practices. Mm. And you've got a situation where it probably is easier and less of a rip to sell them illegally than to use the you know, legit platforms that they're trying to push people into now. Yeah. And the way they worded it all was like, oh, you're taking a stand, you're doing the right thing. All the while, they got their hand in your fucking pocket, right? Yeah. It's like, why, why is someone going to go through that again? Exactly. They wonder why people might go off and scalp it. Uh, yeah. Talking about scalping Premier League tickets when I was over in the UK, that's some fucking straight oh, up yeah. bullshit right there. Expensive stuff, huh? <sighs> So people will sell their their uh, like they've got the season tickets or whatever, and they'll oh, sell yeah. a ticket for one game for like, and it's a, if you were to buy the ticket, it would cost you like twenty five pounds. Right, the face value is yeah relatively, and cheap. they're selling them for like five six hundred pounds a ticket. Fuck, and put, dumb shits are fucking paying for them. Yeah, see, and I. I <laughs> The problem, the problem for the club is they see that happening and it's like, well, how do we get a slice of that cash? You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they're they salivating over the yeah, prospect of getting a slice of that. Madness. Yeah. Anyway, so, what else has pissed you off this week, Al? Oh, man. Just because, yeah, the, the extra fee thing. It's like the ATM fees where you get charged extra for using some another bank's machine. They're like hitting you like two bucks, $2.50 or whatever it is. It's just a computer transaction. There's nothing else going on there. We'll look at the interest rate at the moment. Like the interest rates from the RBA, are like 0.75%, and the banks are still charging like 3.25%. Oh, well, I assume there needs to be a margin there somewhere, but the ATM. That's thing, a lot, though. But I mean, this is stuff that pisses off most people, right? It's not. I'm not talking about stuff that's too crazy. No, I think one that's kind of. Um, been funny that i've seen a fair bit of but you know having worked in sort of like office environments for most of my career i always get a good chuckle out of uh reply all abuse or mistakes on big emails so the reply all is when someone inadvertently or accidentally replies a message to like the whole office yeah when quite obviously they've only intended to reply just to one or two people okay or they're quite deliberately replying all but with a completely inappropriate message or content. Never been in that situation. It's it's so it's an interesting one because it is it is etiquette, but it's very uh, specific to that environment. Right. 
Um, I think. <laughs> Sorry, man. Let's get over. on here again. I think one of my all-time favourites was working for a, a digital media agency. There was a bit of a bit of banter going back and forth on a reply all email chain, and one guy who'd only been there for a couple of weeks chimed in and mentioned Bukaki. <laughs> if you don't know what Bukaki is, oh, I go- know what it is. Google with care. Yeah, yeah. So completely inappropriate for like office convo, let alone new bloke. And like the GM came in like a minute later and sh- shut it down. I was like, yeah, probably not appropriate for that kind of email, mate. <laughs> shut him down. <laughs> he, he wasn't there much longer after that. Did he leave on his own accord? He might have left from pure shame. I don't know. A lot of contractors coming in and out of that he, office. He, but... he should have used that opportunity to just, just go, just like make a whole big joke of it. But fuck, it was... It was uh, sorry. It, it was funny. Just go, spell check. Uh, I, I was mean... like, autocomplete. <laughs> was, was his computer so ready to put in Bukaki though? <laughs> well, who, who, was, who was using this before me? I mean, if I'm the new guy. It's a stitch up. <laughs> Oh man! You or just to... go. Oh fuck it! I don't, I didn't write that uh, email. Someone else is stitching me up. This, again, this is like I gave you the heads up about the anime club. If you were sort of looking even further down the track, you're uh, an accountant in an office somewhere, man. You'll be careful of that shit. Don't be, don't be, don't be emailing the whole office about bukkakis. That's probably a pretty solid rule. <laughs> uh, I'll be honest with you. I don't think I would have done it anyway. <laughs> um, another classic one is like if someone's trying to fundraise for some charity. Oh. Right. Fuck off. <laughs> no, no, I'm not having a go at that. That's, that's you know, you got to save the midgets or whatever. Oh! <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you said I'm it. I'm winding you up. Um, and they send out the email, but then some someone, whether they're trying to be a larrikin or whatever happens, replies all everyone saying, oh yeah, no, nah, I'm not going to give you money. But it's like, to like thousands of people. <laughs> and everyone else is just like, oh, fuck, just shut up. Yeah, well, see, I mean... Are these people like, personally, if it was me, I'd have just not bothered replying. It's like, I ain't giving you shit. I'm not, and I'm not replying either. Exactly. So yeah, they didn't need to say something. Now they've said it to everyone. Like that multiplying fact, like uh, multiplying out to waste so many people's time. See, I would have personally got up off of my ass, walked over to that person and and said what I needed to say to them. And that's it. (laughs) Take me off your list. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm not helping the unsubscribe button. Yeah, but no. I mean, if if I wanted to say some smart ass bullshit, <coughs> it was going to be funny or whatever. I'd just go up to him and say it. I think some people like to have an audience, but don't they? Is <laughs> it's only funny if they've got an yeah. But if you're going to be blurting out some bukaki stuff, oh, that was terrible. Yeah. You do that just with the close knit couple of people that you want to hear it, so they all have a chuckle. GM doesn't know about it. He doesn't come and yes. fucking ride your ass about it. Yes, like what an idiot. I think that's the the nuance I've tried to teach our kids about uh, swearing it's like not trying to you know, live in a fantasy land where your kids aren't ever going to swear but it's just about doing it when it's appropriate right yeah I mean this is fine we're in a little closed group and we've given people prior warning yeah yeah but you know I wouldn't go down to my kids high school and start effing and jeffing yeah you do a teacher, parent teacher interview oh yeah he's a little fucking champion <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was uh, interesting, actually. Um, we had a, all the family, a big family dinner for Nico during the week. It was his birthday. Yeah. Um, and his two elder cousins, my stepbrother's kids, uh, were asking about the podcast. And I, they're like, oh, where, where can we listen to it? I'm like, yeah. No. How old are they? Uh, like, sort of 12, 13. I'm like, ugh. I wasn't, I wasn't super comfortable with the idea of It's them. a bit MA15 to R-rated, isn't it? Yeah, and that's pretty much what I said. And they're like, oh, no, nah, come on. And like, they're, <laughs> Go they're, on. They're, their parents are pretty, uh, pretty chill, sort of liberal sort of people. But I, I thought not so much that the content was too rough, but the idea of them listening to that coming from, from us... I think that's what put me off. <laughs> well, I'll be honest, and I'm probably irresponsible, but I've let my son listen to it when I've been there. Yeah. So he yeah. can ask questions if he needs to. But see, that's... that's but you're, my... you're making a decision about your kid. This this is me making a decision for... Yeah, but for I, just, I just want to clarify. <laughs> my son hears me talk like this all the time, but I've said to him, there's a time and a place in my house 
or in your house, it's all well and good. Mm. But you don't walk out in the street. Nah, that's it. And talk to people like this. Well, I might, probably, but probably he shouldn't. Publish it for the world to hear. Yeah, and like, you know, there's places for it. Like, you know, he hears it all the time when we go to the soccer. People swearing and carrying on. Oh, don't worry about that. He, at school, he's going to be hearing that. And that's what I, I know. And I said that to him. I said, I know you swear with your, with, that's it. With your friends. You, you know, to be perfectly honest with you, I don't even care if you swear in front of me that much because it happens. Context is always important. But if you turn around and call me a whatever, <laughs> yeah. then there'd be some fucking problems. Yeah, because there's the intent behind that. Yeah, but when I'm having a joke with him, even I call him names as a bit of a joke. Sure. But, you know, it, he, he won't swear in front of me. I think he, I'm, I forced him to say piss once and I fucking... <laughs> piss. Something like that. It was shit or piss and he, I fucking cracked up laughing. It's shit, hilarious. piss, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, no, we were at the football and I'd had a couple of drinks or whatever and I was like, I bet you wouldn't say it. He goes, I would, I would. And I'm like, oh, go on in, say it. He's like, I'm not going to, but I would. And I was like, fucking prove it, prove it. <laughs> what a sweet parenting moment for you and your son. Oh. <laughs> I guess I'm just trying to be the cool dad that lets his kids swear around him. I, I, I can say from his perspective, that just seems like a trap to me. <laughs> it's like entrapment. Well, when he did say it, I was like, right, that's it. <laughs> that is a bit of a joke. He knew, he knew. <laughs> He knew it was a setup. Oh, I was only joking. I wouldn't, he wouldn't get in trouble if I made him do it. Yeah, but when it, yeah, I'm pretty sure my nieces are probably crafty enough to do a bit of uh, cyber stalking and figure it out if they really want to. Yeah, well, it's funny you say that because Catherine was like, we were talking about me going to uni and trying to get a professional job and all the rest of it, and, oh, and she's okay. like, oh, do you think that maybe you want to tone it down on your podcast a little bit? Time to start using a pseudonym. And she's and I said why and she goes well you know people usually when you're looking for a job will do a bit of Facebook hunting and mm, I said it's true find me go on look for me on Google and I'm lucky because there's a famous poet from England with exactly uh, the same name as me <laughs> so you type my name in I ain't nowhere to be seen because there's pages of this bloke's po- poetry oh, like but I did notice that my my privacy wasn't quite up to scratch on Facebook so I sorted that shit out and now all you can see is a picture of me doing a wheelie and that's it if, unless you're a friend of me that tells most of the story though I like that yeah. <laughs> did I ever tell you about the the cyber stalking we did on a bloke I used to work with no it wasn't it didn't start off as cyber stalking um, we actually needed someone at work who was proficient in this programming language yep uh, this is a guy I'd worked with previously went to look him up and the first things that started popping up were news articles. I'm like, well, that's that's a bit weird. Um, and sure enough, it was the guy. <laughs> he'd been he'd been done for some friggin' sex crimes. He'd been running this he'd been running this hustle where he was posing as a brothel operator. Yeah. And he'd get the girls in for try air huts <coughs> and then like ghost them because he's just like tricking them into having sex basically. And he got he got done. <laughs> I and, mean, he went to jail. I think his sentence was like six years or something. <sighs> so we've gone from oh yeah, this dude might be able to help us out with a bit of bit of contracting to whoa, <laughs> this is what he's been up to. I mean, what a sleazy fuck. Number one, but number two, oh. do, do you have to dip your hat a little bit <laughs> just to say? Mm. I mean, he's he's got a fair idea there. Not not that it's a fucking good idea, but it's you know. No. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. pretty horrific, man. Yeah, it's pretty dodgy. It's like those fucking dirty pawns that you see with people that they get them in to do like a... Oh, it's the same thing, I guess. Try it. Uh, I, I mean, that's, that's... That's a bit more stage, I'm yeah, pretty I mean, sure. Yeah, but it's dodgy. Um, yeah. <laughs> so... I mean, yeah. And, and on reflection, I don't know if like my opinion was sort of tainted by that evidence, but I was like, yeah, you always did seem a bit shift here <laughs> yeah. and and to be fair um again this is just from reading the articles he, he had um you know been quite uh remorseful about what he'd done explained that his motivation was based on being really lonely and you know i don't know it doesn't come close to justifying no i mean I, I have to retract my statement before because i don't want to dip my hat to him because it's fucking dirty as fuck it's but, pretty exploitive yeah yeah I mean, it's no, it's not like Bill Cosby levels, but I think he should have bounced that off someone first before he started doing it. Oh, I'd see if that's a good idea. He knew, no, no, well, he knew that's he what he's doing was wrong. 
So it just reminded me of something that happened when I was living up up in the Southern Highlands about some, mm. there's a guy that, you know, we were friends with the family and all the rest of it. And then everyone starts talking about this dude around town. It's like, oh, have you heard about this guy? And it's like, what? Right. And we, like I was playing golf with him. My kids were going, hanging over his, his house with his kids. And next thing you know, like just bam, all of a sudden, dude's been arrested by the federal police for having like all these. He, he owned a photo, like a, a like a photo shop, like Fletcher's Photographics. Yeah, we yeah. owned Fletcher's Photographics. That's what he owned up in Midigal. And um, yeah, he'd been arrested for having like all this child abuse material. Oh god! Yeah, and he was like in on this big fucking like multinational fucking ring of this right, shit. Right, so they sort of busted a whole sort of ring of. Yeah, and he was one of them, but he was shit. like the feds like surrounded his house and busted in his house and took all his kids' computers and all sorts of fucking bullshit. Like it was crazy. Holy shit! But this bloke was just like fully in denial that he'd done anything wrong, and he was just telling everyone, "Oh, it was a mistake, and it was just because I owned the Photoshop and and." it was bullshit like yeah. it was just complete bullshit his wife bought everything like she's she's lapping it up like oh just yeah it's all crap in denial like complete denial and we were like fuck this bloke we're not going anywhere near this prick ever again I had to have a fucking chat with my kids to go did fuck like, because hell. we used to go out for dinner with him weekly sure and he'd take my kids to the toilet like I had to go oh look was anything in the pro-? like I don't want to have that conversation with my kid like, I had to it's a fucking nightmare dude anyway like months after it all happened he must have done some deal with the police because he never fucking spent a minute in fucking prison right next thing you know he's got a government job working for like a fucking water board or some shit so he's obviously done some fucking sneaky backdoor fucking deal dobbing some other cunts in well or what he claimed was true no 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 like <laughs> I don't know. I'm telling you, man. The feds do not fucking do that shit lightly. Like they, um, I yeah, know if people. That, if they're raiding your house, they're they're pretty sure what they're gonna find. I've spoken to a few people yeah. that work for police, and they were like, they don't do that shit unless they are banged to rights. Well, that's it. To to even get a warrant to do that in the first place, they have to have already a body yeah. of evidence. So yeah. Anyway, um, long story short, like months and months and months afterwards, he used to come to the pub with like. Me, my, he was originally a friend of my father-in-law's and he, he was a bit more closer to my age, so that's why I started hanging out. Anyway, it, we used to go to the pub all the time on a Thursday night, just a couple of beers on Thursday night, and my father-in-law, his friends, whatever. He rings up and he's like, oh, you know, wouldn't mind coming back down to the pub again with you guys and all the rest of it. And like, who, who do you ring? It wasn't me. Fucking hell. It wasn't me, thankfully, but I said to them, Fucking tell that prick if he turns up at that fucking pub, I'm gonna put his head through the fucking toilet bowl. Simple as he's not fucking welcome there. That's messed up. Yeah. Anyway, that's you always got to go and beat my story. I'm not beating your story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not beating your story. I'm just telling you some fucking bullshit that happened. Like, why is, why is your sex pest worse than mine? That's, <sighs> I'm so I'm so annoyed. <laughs> Sorry. I'm fucking joking, man. Look. Like, yeah, it was some fucked up shit, man. Like, you don't want to have that conversation with your kids. Nah, that's that's horrific. Like, I wanted to go and... I wanted to bash this bloke. Just... I get it, yeah. It's fucked. That's weird. I, I would have assumed that if someone went through something like that, they'd be moving to, like, another state or something. Yeah, but the fucked up thing was, like, his wife was a wreck. Like, you'd see her, like, months down the track. And she was just toll, a, yeah. She was, like, half the person she used to be. She was clearly on fucking... On like antidepressants or anti-depre- some shit. Like some really strong shit because she was just like a fucking zombie. Ugh, mate, he fucked his whole family by doing that. Like it was bull- like in a small town like Midigong too. That's you it. get the fuck out. Oh, anyway, whatever. Man. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I brought that one up. It's terrible. Yeah, anyway, let's move on to something a bit lighter. Or I just have I just ruined this whole podcast. <laughs> oh Jesus! It's interesting though. How would you react in that situation? I don't know what you could do, man. But yeah, obviously your first thoughts would be to to your own. You'd be own enraged, family. wouldn't you? I mean, I was. Yeah, I understand. Um, and the day, I mean, you're not going to do anything too silly because, I mean, part of that is you're only working on partial information like you don't know the full story especially if like 
there's no court case or anything like that. Well, let's put it this way. It was all over the local newspaper too. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's that's what I don't understand. Like, why would the dude hang around? Like, wouldn't you get the fuck out of there? Because... I mean, who knows what's going through these fucking weirdos' heads because at the end of the day, you can't put yourself in that position because you wouldn't have fucking done it the first... Well, I wouldn't have done it in the first place. I don't know about you. I would assume you wouldn't. <laughs> would you ask me that question? Well, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have assumed this bloke would have done it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but again, you can't judge the book by the cover, Dave, to bring that one full circle. Yeah. You can't just look at someone and say, oh, they're a regular regular person. You say that now, but now I'll look back at him and I think, yeah, you know, it makes a bit of sense. <laughs> yeah. Because he was a weird looking fucker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm saying the same thing about this other bloke. That that hindsight, you like, you know, <laughs> overanalyzing stuff that yeah, obviously didn't raise any flags to begin with. Yeah, I just thought he was a bit eccentric. Yeah. Not a fucking pedo. Yeah, man. I guess you just gotta. Was it uh, trust? Trust but verify. Be careful about these things. No, oh, next time I make new friends, I'll just have to ask them. Are you a pedo? <sighs> <laughs> then, then all of a sudden you're the weirdo, asking fucking questions like that. Jesus. Oh man. I think we're done. <laughs> we're not done. Let's, we've got to get, finish it on that, man. We've got to something, something better. Than that. So next week, next, I'm, sh- I'm shattered. Next week, Oktoberfest. Yeah, yeah. Are we are we still on for trying to record it at Oktoberfest, or is I'm this just sure going to turn on, into man. a disaster? Well, look, if it is chaotic slash disastrous, there's always Plan B. You can we can just do a a regular session after the fact on on Saturday or something. Yeah. Do you have anybody else coming or is it just going to be you at this stage? I haven't talked to anyone about it. I had a fucking hectic week, hey? Yeah. I'll see, yeah, I'll see if I can line it. I reckon we should try and get some people to turn up and they can like, just yeah. guest in on it. Have have a little little segment? Yeah, it'd be cool. Do the, the Dellard report or something. Is he coming? He might be. Have you spoken to him? No. He ain't coming. <laughs> we all know he ain't coming. Man, he came through on Monday. He, he initially had said he might not he wouldn't be coming to basketball because his kid was pretty crook yeah but it's fair enough but um they they got him to you know they settled the kid he was asleep so out of nowhere we thought we were only gonna have four players at basketball yeah and like about four minutes before the start of the game he he walks through the door and we've just gone from like getting ready to get our asses kicked to like boom just totally pumped up yeah right we fucking won the game by 20 points in the end that's good it was a ripping game. Yeah, he, he won't turn up for October. You have some faith, man. Yeah, I'll be, I, I'll put I'll put a small bet on it. <laughs> well, we'll see. I <laughs> see so you. You, you well, haven't, haven't even asked. Haven't even asked him. Well, he might have something else on. Ask him. I've put, I've sent him a thing on Facebook, but I don't even think he's he's on Facebook anymore because nothing. Not allowed. Probably not. <laughs> Does he listen to this? I don't know. I've spoken to him for ages. He came here like a few weeks back, and wasn't wasn't. It was a bit distracting. Kids were going spastic. So you didn't you didn't pressure him to listen to the podcast. I think he said he might have listened to a couple of episodes. I do that to all my friends and relatives. Do you? <laughs> a little bit. I don't know how many friends. Are... <laughs> God, just give us a go. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's a good idea. People listen to what I fucking say. Was even the point? I, I mean, people I know. So... Anybody else can listen to it. <laughs> no, it's definitely it's worth a listen. Fair enough. We got a. I've been thinking a little bit about what what we do for um, how we transition from season one to season two. What does what does that look like? Well, I, I think we do a, a Christmas podcast, like a, a Christmas special. All right. So just bef- like give ourselves a little summer break, and then just between Christmas and New Year, just to, like have a couple of weeks off. Yeah. Yeah. But I think we do a big, yeah. like a big Christmas special. End of year, yeah. We try and get some people come in. Yeah, I like it. I reckon that's a, like a, a a bumper episode, hmm. like a two hour long or something. Yep, something something people can listen to when they're traveling. Maybe that's why we try and get the Top Gun out. <laughs> we get some guests in to play some roles on Top Gun. <laughs> yeah, I see where you're going. We'll have to work in a Christmas theme then. No, no, we don't. <laughs> Top Gun's a Christmas movie. That's, it is now. 
Well, it can be. <laughs> Apparently, fucking Lethal Weapon is. Is it Lethal Weapon or is it the Die other? Hard? Die Hard has that Christmas movie, but whatever. It happens at Christmas. Well, Top Gun can happen at Christmas. There's a scene. Nobody, nobody says it did or didn't happen at Christmas. <laughs> Do you remember the scene where he, he writes on the terrace like, ho, 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 now I've got a machine gun? No. I don't think I've, <laughs> I've seen, seen it for a long time. I've seen someone make a knitted sweater with that on it. <laughs> Well, I mean, the Top Gun thing, when you, when he's communicating with the th- things, he could just say Merry Christmas. Maybe he's um, intercepting Santa Claus. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's see where my fucked up mind takes it when yeah. I when I rewrite it. But yeah, I was, I was thinking for season two, we might have to like step it up a, a notch, get a, get more professional, do like a, like a theme song, get like, get like a fancy logo. Yeah, I think it's... The problem with the theme song is you're going to have to get somebody to produce that shit. I'll just steal that. You're going to steal it? No. <laughs> I, know, I know some musical guys. Uh-huh. Get, get a little get a little theme song going. Well, hit me with a few options and I'll see what, see what I think. There you go. That's something for people to look forward to. This stuff improving. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, what? This stuff improving. The improvement is you get a little bit of music at the beginning and the end. There's still this bullshit in the middle. <laughs> I think I think the technical term is polishing a turd. Yeah, well, it's possible, I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, wait a minute. Are you saying this is a load of turd? No, not directly. <laughs> I, was, I was saying that was that was the expression. Well, you know, when I get to uni and I've got a bit, bit of a bigger platform, I might be able to push. Well, this is where. Or else I wanted to get stickers done. You could start putting stickers around campus. Oh, yeah, and then I'll get fucking hoofed out of fucking university for graffitiing oh, the place or something. Ste- stealthy about it. They're going to know it's fucking me when it, there's only two people that are on it and then there's all of a sudden there's fucking stickers <laughs> of that shit all over fucking campus. I don't know, you could have... Do flyers. I'll do flyers. You could have paid a teenager But then I'll get do done... Then I'll probably get pressured by all the fucking people. Oh, you're working, wasting fucking paper. I can't fucking win. You can recycle paper. It's okay. <sighs> Fuck. If you're writing the posters on like baby seal skin I can't even go to uni with a juice box because I'll get in trouble for having straw I mean fuck can't win (laughs) alright well listeners we'll catch you next week hopefully with our October fest edition yeah it'll be interesting (laughs) we'll try and get an interview with the wizard yeah (laughs) Alan will have a boner I presume we're going to start off sober and end up drunk (laughs) (laughs) good night night